0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Westworld Dives. We're going to be talking about the latest fourth episode of the third season of Westworld, the title of which is something... The Mother of Exiles. ...not uh, struggling to remember. The Mother of Exiles. <laughs> you heard it here first from me, not from Christian. The title of the episode is Mother of Exiles. Uh, fourth episode in, we're, we're at the halfway mark here. Uh, Christian, what were your thoughts? You've been touch and go with this season. How would you feel about this episode?
1: First of all, at first you sounded like Bernie Sanders, like the third episode of the fourth percent of the, like, and I thought it was going to become a Russian doll situation of numbers. And I was like, all right. Uh, But, uh, all right. So I'm of two minds because there's certainly things that work here. And it's always nice to see Ed Harris being fucking great. And honestly, like, like, propping up this role because i was thinking about the man in black in general right and uh, he played this prominent story in season one we got to see the white hat turn into the black hat and then the game became real and we're like oh shit and there's that scene at the end of season one where he knows that the game's real and like fucking ed harris man like in his eyes you get it like he is overjoyed and you're like oh shit loves it and then what happened? They did fucking really nothing with him in that second season. I mean, he kills his daughter. They, they, there's there's some yeah, nature I mean, of reality. He does kill thing. his
0: daughter. Yeah, I
1: mean. <laughs> then, then we get this like whole flash forward uh, fidelity test kind of thing, and we realize that that's just somewhere different in time. And I don't think that the Man in Black we see here is that same Man in Black, or at least not yet. You know what I mean? So right. like they're still playing with time and when things happen. But I got to tell you, as a character, he's felt pretty irrelevant for the better part of a season and then we're now at the halfway point of the season and they introduce him but he still doesn't have like a direct tie to what's going to happen I mean obviously he's a player they're going to give him something to do in the back half of the season but it just feels kind of weird man like I I guess I just don't know what the stakes are still I don't know why I'm rooting for anyone really and
0: uh, yeah I almost wanted to start rooting for Dolores but then this episode kind of threw a wrench into that because she's like (laughs) just fucking crazy evil narcissistic asshole (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. Well, Um, like,
1: yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. In classic Westworld style, there's like some twists and some turns. Uh, But did it amount to anything? Because, like, you know.
0: At least they, they didn't drag this out all season. They answer in a clear way who Charlotte is and who's occupying the other people that she sort of supplanted in the world. And they are all her. They're all Dolores. I don't know why they had to play coy even as long as they did with it. It wasn't, like, that interesting of a revelation to me. Right. But it, it was there. It's Westworld. Like you said, it needs to have some twists and some turns. Uh, but speaking to Ed Harris, because we should talk about him first, I did really like how they just kind of threw you into his madness, like, right away. And he's such a good actor that he, he sold me, you know, at least in the moment uh, where I was, like, in this tortured man's headspace. And it's like, okay, finally, the fucking human character where at least I can understand point A to point B, like where he is emotionally right now. Um, And they also kind of play against your expectations a little bit too, because in that fidelity test that we see at the tail end of season two, um, it's his daughter, right? That's, that's talking to him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's giving him the fidelity test. So to have the daughter come back in this episode too, but as a hallucination, it makes you wonder, oh, is this just another part of the fidelity test? Uh, short answer is no, and then makes you question, what we were you seeing at the end of season two? Is that an extension of his madness, not a fidelity test at all? Um, so uh, curious to see where it goes. It didn't really make a compelling argument for him being in this season so far. Right. It didn't really feel like of a piece with the rest of it. It was really just to give his voting chairs to fake Charlotte Hale um but aside from that uh, i'll tell you
1: and here's the problem i know this is a sci-fi show i know like anything like this requires a suspension of your disbelief and shit like that but like i understood him being like am i real when he's in the park he's like long out of this fucking park and like i don't know a cajillionaire. like go get an mri bro like go get a cat scan go get some blood work like you yeah. can very easily fix this problem and that's just the first thing i kept thinking of where i'm like are you just Hanging out in rooms, talking, like, how many mirrors are you going to (laughs) shoot? Like, I don't know, it just bothered me.
0: I guess, to be fair to the guy, he did murder his own daughter while thinking (laughs) she was a robot. So, you know, I've never done that. I don't know what his headspace is like. We
1: can only speculate.
0: (laughs) He's not handling it as well as he could be. He's breaking bottles and shooting mirrors.
1: I don't know, again like all I'm, I'm you know from a story perspective it's just like this is all fine again because at the end of the episode they have this really kind of interesting visual palette where he's locked he's institutionalized and stuff like that and he's all in white and i'm like okay well I guess they're
0: setting this up I just want to speak to a detail in this episode quickly that was okay. kind of a revelation to me that made no sense. And it was such a throwaway thing. Uh, the room where his wife killed herself, mm-hmm. he says later on, she's like, what, you don't, you don't like the bathroom? Because he's like shaving in his living room or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't go in that room. And it's like, dude, just get another house. Like, you can't right. even use your own bathroom. What the fuck? But, you know, not really a plot hole or anything. It's just like has this guy for the past few years that his wife has been dead just like not been using the bathroom? Has it been What beat? what
1: I love about this is the man who clearly doesn't have attachments to anything is right. somehow attached to a house, even though he wasn't also, attached to the woman who ruined the house.
0: And apparently this cavernous piece of real estate doesn't have another bathroom he can use. Right. It only has the one sorry oh, I need one <laughs> okay <laughs> that really fucked with me for like the whole runtime of this episode <laughs> you I couldn't pay attention
1: to me. the rest of the movie <laughs> jesus christ uh, man.
0: i mean it, th- this episode does do some fun things uh in that it does kind of bring together at least conceptually fun like the idea of it is fun more than the execution i think but it brings together uh all all of our parties into kind of one spot You know, and we have some intersecting, interweaving stuff, like uh, Danny Newton's Maeve character uh, overlaps with Dolores uh, in one location. And then Aaron Paul and Dolores overlap with uh, Jeffrey Wright and uh, Fat Hemsworth in another location. Right.
1: and this is interesting for me because I got to tell you, I didn't like most of this episode until about the 30-minute mark because when you get this whole, like, oh, masquerade, blah, 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 blah and then you see Bernard and, and, and you know, the, the less fuckable Hemsworth, <clears throat> I perked up because suddenly I'm like, oh, okay, because now I know what they're doing. I was like, they're trying to do, like, an espionage thing. They're trying to do, like, this mistake, and I finally am keying in to what they're trying to do with this episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that part is actually a lot of fun. I'm not mm-hmm. being salty about that at all. I just get salty about, like, the Dolores reveal thing, Thankfully, like you said, it's not like egregious, but it's like, eh, like it didn't really work for me. But I, they still have work to do with it. My bigger thing has a lot more to do with like, again, stakes and 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 me caring about your characters. And like, we all kind of like Maeve, right? Like she's cool, but like when she gets stabbed here, this is it's not like approaching Walking Dead Glenn level. I know you had checked out well before that, but I know pop culturally yeah. you know that. But it's like she gets killed, and no one's like. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. like they've brought her back a billion times so I don't care so the image of seeing like milk and blood looks like uh, like from Alien or something and it's pretty to look at like it doesn't mean anything and so they've also
0: used that imagery before like the whole right. In the very first episode, the whole, you're a growing boy or whatever. And he's pouring, pouring milk and the blood mixes the milk. It's like, okay, yeah. you've been there. We've seen it.
1: And that's kind of my issue with it, which is like, we're not, one, we're still circling the drain on the reality. Reality is this real reality thing and whatever, it's fine because Ed Harris was doing it. So I'm like, all right, well, they got to give him his, you know, day in the sun. But just on that level, it's like, I have no, I don't have any feeling when Maeve gets killed. Uh, and I don't right. really know who to root for like because yeah. there's no stakes here like i don't know what the clear like diametrically opposed uh, dramatic conflict is in this show
0: and it's not like a game of thrones early season game of thrones thing where it's like i don't know who to root for but they're compelling characters and they're human characters, so it doesn't really matter who you're rooting for. In this show, none of them are particularly compelling, and I think that that's kind of the problem. I couldn't really tell you who Maeve is, aside from somebody who is artificially very smart and kind of sassy
1: i just thought we started to fall into like this very like i'm i love danny newton but god damn it if i have to deal with one more like someone's pointing a gun at her she does a pithy one-liner oh darling and then yeah. does something i was just like dude we've been doing this for like two and a half
0: seasons man like, right and like what what would she have done if those dudes didn't have like weird robot guns right you know <laughs> nothing she just shot like <laughs> i don't know
1: I do like, I, I like, there are some interesting themes here. Like, I do like the Dolores reveal, philosophically anyway, that if she's splitting her consciousness, is she less herself or are these people any less? Like, are they fractions of the whole... Kind of right. reminds me of, like Horcruxes and shit in a weird way, um, but right. and I like that conceptually. It's just like I need to see what's going to happen going forward, and I'd really hope that by this point we knew. Okay, like Serac is still just like a dude who wants to get his technology, but like we still don't, don't really know why. We don't right. know his relationship against Ed Harris. Like you hope that that would have come into picture or come into uh, focus. You would have hoped that at least Bernard and Dolores, like one of those subsets of like eventual rivals, you wanted mm-hmm. something that looked like clarity as to what you care right and i mean
0: i i think the closest thing that we maybe have is bernard you know because he's the underdog he's got the shaved head and the beard now you know he's just doing his best and he's completely outmatched at every level like he's the one person in this that doesn't have like vast swaths of money or firepower or whatever Dolores has going on, uh, backing him up. He's just a guy who's trying to stop all this madness. Right. So on that level, like that could potentially play out in an interesting way. And alternately, Serac, Looks like we're going to get a more Serac focused episode next week. Right. Uh, they did reveal a few more things about him, like he was a little boy who saw Paris fall to an, what looks like a nuclear uh, detonation. Um, it, like it
1: wouldn't have solved all the problems with this episode, but I, if they would have switched the order on this, like if we would have taken yeah. a week, because like, I don't, I don't expect they'll do like an hour. That's what I want from this show. Show me just an hour of young Serac as fucking Paris fell. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, give me in one hour, everything I need to know about why I care about this guy's motivations. You brought up Game of Thrones earlier, and it's like, yeah, you don't really know who to root for in Game of Thrones because you're suspicious of everyone, but you Mm -hmm. totally understand everyone's motivations. That's the difference. It's like, I hate Cersei, and I hate Jaime Lannister early on,
0: but I get it why they are the way they are and the more you see the more it sort of adds to that but you still understand baseline this is what Cersei wants and this is why she's awful it's because she's protecting her children this is why Tywin is the way he is etc um in this it's it's still running into that season one season two problem where it makes it difficult to care about these artificial people because they're fundamentally not people and i know that that's a problem you're gonna run into and they play with it a little bit but like you look at something like blade runner 2049 where arguably every major character aside from jared leto is an android or whatever they call them, replicants um but you still manage to end up caring about ryan gosling in that movie he has a fucking arc
1: i mean fuck that i mean like gosling's great but my point is like that movie is so good and so thoughtful that i give a shit about batista in the opening scene and he's on he's on screen for like seven minutes you know what i mean like he's a farmer now he just wants to make things grow he believes in life and yet he's still like a a a him existing is fucking wrong so they do it in six minutes don't tell me westworld can't do it over three seasons you know what i mean and that's so frustrating
0: and, and I'm not saying like, you know, uh, I'm not calling it for this season. It's not like time of death. Uh, blah, right. blah, blah. Sure. It could go to some really great, interesting places. And maybe these four, first four episodes are just all set up and they're going to start giving us reasons to care. I'm just seeing some problems. Like there is a lot I like about this season. I've been overly negative about this episode and this season so far uh there's still a lot I like I still love the the world building in general I love the look of it I love the feel of it the the visual effects for the most part have been really well integrated it's kind of a cool sort of very clean sterile look at a dystopian future um it's playing with a lot of interesting ideas and like you said like Dolores being in different bodies uh you know in potentially those bodies having different experiences or turning into something closer to Charlotte Hale or that security guy is interesting. Like that's a fucking fascinating uh, idea. It's just execution not there so far.
1: And then that's kind of where I'm at as well. I think that the, all of the, all of this is just writing. It's writing issues. And that's what's so frustrating because to use Game of Thrones again, it was something that had great production had really good directing, had really Mm -hmm. good acting, and you can only take that so far. So it's really frustrating to be like, oh, I'm negative on this episode when I feel like I liked the majority of this episode. I really like everything from the middle point on, to be honest. (laughs) 85%
0: of the way there for me, but it's just that 15%. It, sort of-
1: it, it it really is that difference. It's the Goldilocks thing. It's like, yeah. if they could nail some of that, we're talking about a, like, holy shit, great show, but they just can't seem to pull it off, and the, and that's frustrating. But again, there's four episodes uh, left, and we talked about this when I was overly negative of episode two, mm-hmm. uh, where it was just like, well, let's see where we are at the halfway point because at least by then, everything should be set up and we should know what the propulsive nature of the storytelling is going to be. We're not quite there yet. Maybe it'll be the Siroc flashback that puts everything in focus, but... I don't know, man. It's gonna to have to do some heavy lifting.
0: Yeah, it's really weird to uh and this is a show we'll talk about later, and a show that has its own host of problems, but mm-hmm. it's really weird to watch this in conjunction with devs, in right. which they're playing with a lot of the same ideas but in very different ways. Um, and I think that devs has and maybe you'll disagree, but I think it devs has been uh, more successful and done more character work than this season has. Um mm-hmm. It, maybe you disagree. Oh know. no, I
1: totally no. I think devs is superior, like kind of in every way. To be honest, because yeah. it feels bigger and smaller at the same time.
0: Yeah, because we we haven't, we haven't really talked about it, and we'll sh- uh, s- uh, save that conversation because that show is wrapping up. Yeah. in a couple episodes. Um, but yeah, really strange to see these two things toying with exactly the same ideas, like Sirak using like the potential of somebody's future if he branches off into this path as a way to extract information, not torture like interesting idea Um, again it's
1: a reverse minority report it's very interesting to me
0: you know like
1: so i don't know it's 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 cool like they're toying with cool shit we'll see what happens i mean that's really all we can say it's like yeah the show again continues to be frustrating because it has the most beautiful fucking direction and everyone is just doing a really good job
0: yeah Uh, Um, we
1: just need the writing to be better
0: fucking give Aaron Paul more to do like that's what he's there for right they literally brought him on because he's good at being like monologue a human, guy a human relatable character like he's yeah. an everyman you know
1: and well and that's I was gonna say like I hope they give him a little bit more focus because so far he has been a bit character like when they said hey Aaron Paul's gonna join the cast you're like oh shit and I obviously with Dolores' arc it seems like he's going to be integral I'm not like worried about that I know they'll get to that heavy lifting later but it's like yeah man you've wasted you had him for eight episodes and he's done very little in the first four you know
0: yeah so yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens uh fingers crossed it's got four more episodes it might you, you know we might be eating our words so to speak uh but we will have to wait and see
1: I want Teddy back Daddy. He's in the Great Four. They already set that seed up, by the way, that like there's a door. There's another way we can it's get like him.
0: Dolores' mind. Yeah, fucking
1: Dolores. But okay, last thing to complain about very quickly, which is like the fanny Newton dying thing. Because like Dolores knows how to kill these things permanently. And it's like if she really wanted her dead, she would just kill her. she could get that little pearl, but she doesn't. And these are the kind of little small things that annoy me because they like it's like the writers didn't even think about them themselves. You know what I mean? God damn it. Anyway, you wrapped up the show, and then I, I went back into a tangent. I'm so sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I mean, that, that's it. Uh, that, I, I would ask you what your final thoughts were, but I think you just gave them. Oh, you have some more. Okay, there it is. All right. Uh, so anyways, uh, join us next week when the episode will be titled Something Different.